Welcome everybody to Moves Podcast, Mentally Over Other Dimensions. I am your host, Ralph, and here's the other host, Angel. Hey, what's up? Um, today we'll be talking about mental health, but one of the topics today we'll be talking, should death be celebrated? So, Angel. I don't feel like death should be celebrated, but as much as remembered for all the love that you hold for that person. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel that's where grief stems from as well. You got me? It's yeah. it's. When someone's gone, where does all that love go? You get me? And that's that empty void mm. feeling you feel inside your heart. Yeah. That one's pretty deep. <laughs> <laughs> you said that one. Um, I feel like death should be celebrated. Um, in a way of the same way you bring somebody in here and you celebrate this life and knowing how this life really is to yeah, like- exit this life. I feel like that's a celebration too because it's a release. So in a remembrance that way. Yeah, exactly. Like living your life in the way that they would and continue living it for them. Exactly. And far as to piggyback off what you said when where does that love goes, um, personally, I dealt with that a lot too. Like um, one of the closest people to me, uh, a brother, passed away in a motorcycle accident. Um, Couldn't believe it. Just numb, completely numb for like a year and some change. And for the longest, I I blamed myself or I I didn't know where to even store that. I immediately just went back to family and thinking that was like the right thing to do. And honestly, that was, wasn't really because like you said, everybody grieve in a different way. And um, personally, like, when people pass, it's kind of, it's times what I feel and it's sometimes that I don't. And I always question that fact, like. What do you mean by that? For example, if a person passed, you can kind of get strong feelings. You can probably break down and go into tears and stuff like that. And there's times where, like, you probably wouldn't even shed one but you still feel that feel emotion. that, that yeah. emotion. It just wouldn't come out. And it's like, times I question that, like, what is wrong with me? Like, and how could I, one, feel this much in this situation? And the second of like, just feeling like completely numb to it. I feel like it also depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, depending on where you're at mm-hmm. and what type of loss you're going through and who it is as well. You get me? Like, yeah. Um, for instance, when I lost my dad as of two years ago, mm. I broke down, but quite shortly after, like maybe 15 minutes, I was just sitting there Yeah, and it wasn't so much of crying. It was a lot of questioning to reasons as of why mm-hmm. this happens. You get me? So I feel like through everything, there's its own situation in person and the type of emotion that's going to be like associated with that person yeah you know what I mean? 100 percent. so like how do you how you say that um when you said about where do you store it like where where do you put it do you do you have avenues and stuff where you can i feel you have to share it i i feel it's that mm-hmm. same type of love and like obviously you're keeping that in in your heart but it's not only that, but going into the way you live life mm-hmm. and f- the same way that you would do it if they were here, mm-hmm. it's like sharing that amount of love that they gave you and that they 
you know had for you mm -hmm. and sharing it on to everybody else let it be family let it be close loved ones friends mm -hmm. and stuff like that i feel like that's where all that goes like you are a stem from that person you know what I mean? yeah i feel that and um how about you ever have those feelings where how you say this like kind of weird it's like those times where like you ever, you ever have those moments where like you would just constantly see that person like in anything after like for example my little cousin um well my like my little brother yeah when he like it a trigger back in my mind like everything will stem from it like i taught you how to ride a motorcycle taught you how to do like the safeties and stuff on the motorcycle you're i think 15 at the time driving one of the tallest like dirt bikes at camp like willying it us one like on some crazy stuff like but he really did it and it just stems from sometimes like now if i see kids on motorcycle i not have ptsd or anything like that but i used to have like no nah, it was kind of like ptsd at one I feel point like it's very normal you yeah. know what i mean like it's it's relating to something that happened mm -hmm. to you. So it's like the moment that you have anything that reminds you of that person, it's going to bring back those memories. Yeah. It's going to bring back everything and every feeling you had towards that person. You know what I mean? It's like a can of worms that's going to open. Do you feel like um, in passing, like do it ever cross your mind whether or not they go into like there's a heaven or a hell? Like do you believe in a higher power when it comes to that? So I was br I was brought up Catholic my okay. whole life and one of the first questions that really went through my mind and even throughout the whole process of my father for the whole month of covid being intubated and all that it was going to church and yeah. praying and all that and when he unfortunately passed what emotion I had and the question I had was why if we put so much faith and so much again faith onto you and we ask for something in return and it just doesn't happen it leaves you questioning if faith is something that's honestly real, real. It, yeah. it makes you think hey is religion even a thing so it's like i feel like that's normal though for people yeah. to, to think about after something so. like that happening 100 percent. um but again i feel like faith is also put there to kind of make us cope and be okay with life because it's like the more you question stuff the more you're going to dwell on it it's better to sometimes for some people put all of those questions and that faith towards something like yeah. let's say you go to an interview and it's like oh i pray to god i get the job you get me so it's like <laughs> i feel like it makes it easier for us people in society to yeah i don't know how to explain it <laughs> no i get you like to to have something to to look forward to like an incentive exactly i got you um i what's your perspective on it what do you think if there if faith is really something that's there or if you believe in a higher power yes to yes and yes okay um to answer the first part um how could I say this? How could I bring this? A higher power, most definitely. I just don't feel like... Um, and just how I look at it is like... 
who designed us, who it came from, who was the grand architect of this. It has to be some type of source. I'm not saying it has to be a specific, I don't have to say one, but I believe there's a higher power to a degree. And um, faith, in a sense, yes, I think faith is confidence. Um, I feel like if you have confidence, you have faith. And no matter in what aspect you look at life, like if, like you said, if I'm going to the job interview, I pray to God that I get this. If you're talking that that talk, like I'm gonna get this job, that's confidence that's you're gonna get it. I feel like it's power in the tongue of how you speak, it's vibration, it's frequencies. Like, so depending on how more in tune you are with yourself personally, um, I don't feel like it's no exterior, like God. Okay. But I feel like if you go within yourself and you, you dig deep and know who you are, yes, I feel like you can discover something stronger where most people wouldn't, most people can't help you find it because sometimes you don't even know what you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like once you kind of unravel and start putting light to certain gray areas or dark areas, you start to realize like, all right, um, I found this out about myself. So yeah, I believe, I believe faith can't be an incentive like you said like people can't look up to him like oh um for example i say how people do it in ways where people don't believe in faith yeah. um my rent is not going to be paid i'm about to get put out i'm about to get evicted and like oh just call god you have faith mm. so like things like that oh and things like that like i feel like people can take it out of context and be like oh you want me to have faith but i'm about to lose my my way of my way of um, living because of something not going the right way I wanted to go, but um yeah, the right way to process. Death. Do you think it's the right way to process death? I feel like everybody copes in their own ways. I, I feel so. there's no right or wrong answer with that. Everybody yeah. has different emotions. Everybody grieves mm-hmm. differently, and it's. I don't think there's a specific rule book on how to process death. I feel. Some people can jump into work right after and that's how they get their mind off yeah. of it. I feel some people have to just lay on the couch and if just getting out of bed is enough, that's enough. That's surviving. Yeah. You get me? That is true. Yeah, I agree to that too. I don't feel like there's no no specific way. Um, Whatever just flows with you in that sense, as long as you're not on a path of like self-sabotage or exactly. you're, you're trying to go down a path of destruction. Um, but yeah, what about um? How do you say this? Um, do you think there's a certain time limit to heal from that? I don't think time really heals you. I think it kind of teaches you how to live with grief. Mm. Like it's never gonna go away. There's still gonna be a piece of that where you yeah. can wake up one day and it's the hey, I'm not feeling it today. Yeah. And that's perfectly A-OK. 100%. Yeah, man. I agree to that 100%. Well said. <laughs> that was close. <laughs> I would, um, man, I don't think it's, again, yeah, time just it just helps you realize things a little it, deeper. N- yeah, like it never goes away. It's, it's always going to be there. Yeah. It's just obviously you'll be able to live with it. Mm-hmm. So that makes it a little bit easier in life. But it's not to say that you're going to, like I said, you're not going to wake up one day and go, hey, today's really not a day. And if today yeah. all I want to do is lay in bed, mm. give yourself that time yeah. to feel your emotions. Because if not, it gets worse. 
definitely does. So. Do you think. How could I say this one? Do you think people know? What do you mean by that? Like, you think people get a sense of like, it, their time is almost up. I feel like so. I, right before we took my father to the hospital the second time around, he asked my mom for a piece of paper and pen and a pen. And he put it on an envelope. Mm. We didn't open that note until probably a week after he passed. And it was a note explaining him being gone and not coming back. And I feel like, I don't know, it left me in a, in a type of shock. Like, I, I feel like he already knew stepping into there yeah. what was going to happen. Mm. And I don't know, that left me stupid. <laughs> nah, I, I, I feel like people know. Yeah. Some. I'm not going to say everybody. Not everybody, because sometimes like, it's unexpected. Yeah. But I, I feel to some degree, some people can have the understanding mm -hmm. that, hey, this might be it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I kind of, yeah, I had two uncles. Three now, actually. I feel like they all knew. It was just wild. Like, it's eerie. Like, once that, I don't even know how to express, like, explain that feeling. Like, it was... And then, yeah, you just left like, what the fuck just happened? Like exactly. <laughs> and um, yeah, those feelings it just kind of left me really, really eerie. How's that ever affected you? Yes. Um. So. Has death ever affected you in an unexpected way? What do you mean by that, though? Like, in what sense of an unexpected way? Um, I, this was unexpected. Tommy. Like, it was just... That's one I didn't have words for. Yeah. Because last conversation was two days prior to that. Yeah. And it's... It was about work at first, and then it was, nah, screw that. Like, how excited are you? Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's, to then think of, I just spoke with you, to now you're really not here. Yeah. I, I feel like that left me just the most in shook, mm -hmm. in that sense. Not same. I was in complete shocked. And, um... Again, it was just one of those things where, like, like not only that, it's it's again to go back on that conversation. It was again, it was a. <laughs> I had a customer who was on a on a beta software <laughs> update, and oh, wow. he basically lost all his stuff. But that was the main topic of it. But it was it was more on the fact that we were talking about how excited he was to be a father and all that 
and he was like oh yeah my kid better be a sport enthusiast if not oh, like yeah, i'm, I'm like disowning him <laughs> he was always on that. and i was like you know what like i'm, I'm super happy for you you know i mean it's a, it's a big milestone yeah onto what life is you know it's mm-hmm. like you you go through all the stages of life you grow up you become an adult <laughs> Yeah, you find someone special and hey look you're a kid you're bringing somebody else into this life yeah. yeah that's when it hit me like that part is like for everybody um tommy is a a co-worker of ours who passed away um recently and um shout out to you tom t mills <laughs> and um but yeah it was definitely unexpected and when that happened um i was lost of words Last conversation we had was about fatherhood. Him stepping into fatherhood and me telling him about fatherhood. It was, it was unfortunate, and um, it was going back to like the effect that it had on me. He was one of the first people I met at Apple, and he knew about my situation when it came to me finding out I had a kid, and um, he would just ask a bunch of questions. Like, just a bunch of questions. And it just kind of, like, made me help realize certain things. And um, once he found out he had a kid, he was, like, super excited to talk about it. And um, he, the effect of it was just the simple fact of you stepping into fatherhood. Like, that that one's cut me deep because I battle with that from the experience and traumas that I've went through when it, um, with mental um, health and the effects of it it still lingers because it just shows you like we on borrowed time literally why the fuck do we sit around and just start shit with people or like and just not make peace or just mind your own business it's completely fine to do these things i don't understand like why we have to do the things that we do as a as a as a race when you say that you mean like what the way people live their lives no you live your life how you want to live your life i'm talking about the wickedness of what you do to people or like life's too short to be to be evil or malice or trying out to get somebody like i feel like every time it hits home it's like a a reset button that's how i literally take stuff death is a legit reset regardless if you physically going out or you somebody around you is going out i've i personally take it as a reset as in look back into your life and see what really matters to you every single time it's like every time a person that i know or someone close to me pass or i hear somebody passing it's like a ripple effect and it just keeps getting like more intense more intense depending on how close these people start to get into you it helps you like it makes you realize like okay it gives you a better perspective What's your priorities? Like, how do you how do you really want to live your life without society standards? Um, so that's why I look at death in a sense sometimes as a celebration, because it helps you realize how precious it really is and how quick it is to go. Um, but uh, and you also have the people who take it. There's I, I feel like there's two different routes when it comes to death. I feel it's the like you said, like a reset or an awakening mm-hmm. to something, to what really matters in this life, what mm-hmm. you have that's on borrowed time. Yeah. You get me? So it's like you lose somebody that's very special to you and it's some of the questions that can come up and start lingering. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. don't know when. Exactly. And that's when the, 
hey, let me look at what really matters in this life mm. and let me spend the most time I can with them. Yeah. But then you have the other route where people choose to ignore mm-hmm. because they think it's a lot easier to go that way and just focus on the things that really don't matter. Hence, let it be money. Yeah. Let it be materialistic things. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we are literally given birth to and we die. We all die. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's like none of that you will ever take with you ever that will stay ever it literally does not matter at all you say this all the time at all <laughs> i promise you like <laughs> like i <sighs> no you're 100 though like that and again it shouldn't matter how you live your life like in that way like i shouldn't want to be out to get one of you exactly like yeah dude fact. money's like, important yeah, yeah of course, and 100%. it's a self-man-made thing but hey, unfortunately, we need it to live. Yeah. But at the same time, it shouldn't be to the cost where you're screwing somebody over or killing for it. Them. Or killing somebody yeah. for it. Like, there's no point. Like, as long as you make sure that you have food in front of you, you have a roof over your head, 100%. and that you make sure that your family's okay, 100%. that should be more than enough in this life. You get me? Like, yeah, sure, you can have all the money in the world and travel everywhere. Mm-hmm. But what's the point if family isn't really all there? I do. I mean, like, yeah, cool, you went there, but if you didn't spend that time with those loved ones mm-hmm. it's kind of pointless at that point but people realize that i feel like they realize it when it's too late and that's when guilt kicks yeah, in guilt and it's like oh i could have done this better and yeah. it's like it's and people a- live with this for the rest of their lives correct so like these are like the long-term effects where now you're playing out something that you can no longer get back like the time that you could have put in with these people you're looking at it like okay i messed up let me make it right this time. But in a sense, you can't, you're making it right, but you're, I feel like you're filling a void that wouldn't, it would never be filled. Exactly. Because that person that you were supposed to give that to, you didn't. So isn't, now you Isn't there. Yeah. Now you have so to give like, it to somebody else that exactly. may or may not ever appreciate it. And now that you're actually giving it to that person and they're not appreciating the way, it's like, maybe it's your karma. I don't know. But in a way of like, you put, you put certain priorities, certain status quo in front of a real life human being. Again, it all stems from the way that we view life. We're taught that we have to go to school. Yeah. We have to study this much. We have to get a degree. We have to get a job. If not, we won't be able to get a house, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Again, it's not important. It yeah. is, but it's not the most important thing in this life. Um, no, I agree 100%. Do you... Does it matter if it's, this might be a little dark. Go for it. Do you matter if, um, is it, if it, do you think it matter regardless if it's cremated or just going six feet? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with my own personal aspect okay. of it. Um, for crying out loud, cremate me. Yeah. The day I die, cremate me because it's like one, dude, it's super expensive. And why am I going to put that burden on somebody else? I feel you. Unless, unless it's something that they want to do mm-hmm. because they want a, a place of rest for me in that sense and they want to go visit, sure. But if not, I think what would make me more happier is cremate me, put me somewhere and keep me inside that same house with you yeah. guys. I feel like that's more important cool. than anything else. Because, Never looked at it like that. Yeah, like, I mean, Never. cool. Yeah, you have a resting place, but like, speci- like specifically when people buy their own spots at a graph like, yo, it's super morbid yo yes dude like yes there's 100%. no 
I don't know, like hundred <laughs> percent. A lot of people in the like, hospitals you, talk like that. Yeah, bro. Yes. Like, why are you putting your? Why are you reserving your death spot? <laughs> that's that's to me. That's that's as morbid as it gets. I've heard people say this. Um, it don't matter for me, honestly. I seen a couple of cool ones. I'd be a tree. Yeah, I'd be pretty dope. Like, why not? Like. <laughs> Everybody want to be, yeah, you could be in an urn, you could be in the casket. I'm going to be a damn tree. I don't mind doing that. <laughs> but other things Yo, like for crying out, I mean, like, the little, like, pot where it's, like, yeah, no, plants in there. Exactly. <laughs> however, however you see fit. But I thought that was interesting because I never even looked at it like that. That's actually pretty cool. But, yes, people do pick their death spots like early. For, like, for example, way. like, my, my girlfriend's family, like, three of them decided to, to buy a spot. And I'm like, yo. Why would you do that? You get me? Like it's eerie. It is a little eerie, but at the same time, I mean, you, I get it and I respect it. Yeah. Like if that's something you want to do, and that's how. Again, it also stems to religion. Like if yeah. this is something that in your religion, this is how it's supposed yeah, to be. Hey, go for it. You mm-hmm. get me? Like who? Who am I to tell you that you can't mm-hmm. die the way you 100%. want to? <laughs> no, hundred percent. Um, actually, my grandparents are next to each other, so I can. Yeah, most of my like it's nice in theory because it's like hey. We're right next to each other yeah. but at the same time it's like eh, i don't know yeah i it's it's a little too eerie for me for that like because <laughs> like me even finding out first figuring out like finding out what death was um my mom kind of broke it down to like a video aspect i was like a kid she was like it's like mario on his last life once you lose that, that's it. You don't get no more lives after that. That's literally how I think she broke it down with a Mario reference. And um, ever since that, I kind of looked at life as a fucking video game. Like, it's a fucking st- simulation. <laughs> like, it's how you look at shit. Like, you really think about it. You're your own avatar. You could be whoever you want in this world. So, like, um, so she say this all the time. And I used to freak out. I used to like literally have things in my mind like if I go and do the extreme shit which I usually like to go do I'm gonna pass out <laughs> I'm gonna die or I started going in this place of like panic immediately when I started to really realize what death was like when my grandmother passed that's when it hit me like oh she ain't coming back okay this sucks but at the same time as a kid it don't really process as it would as like a teenager oh, and stuff 100%. like that so when I hear most people say, oh, I lost my grandma and they like their grandmas and like in their, like you're in your 20s or 30s, 40s and you still have grandmothers that's living. I lost mine's like six, seven. Like, no. no like same. Not, I, yeah. I lost my grandfather when I was 10. And it's yeah, like, around there. I, I obviously felt grief yeah. and sadness, but it... It was instant. Like, I went back. Yeah. It wasn't as slow as the process is now as a an adult i think as a child because i feel like we have more stress yeah now you know i mean like as a child it's like oh so we won't be able to see you again but then it's like life keeps going from that point but the moment that you're a teenager Mm -hmm. and you start knowing what everything else is around you yeah you start noticing noticing like how death can take a much bigger toll on you 100 percent. yeah i feel like things slow down as you start getting older, like you start to really realize like, holy shit. Cause as a kid, yeah, I was, so when I started getting older and I found out about it, I'm like, damn, like this is it. I was really paranoid for a long period of time. Like, um, how I'm gonna die, how this is going to happen to me. Um, I would just go down this rabbit hole, bro. It was so creepy. That's the thing. I feel like 
your time is already set in stone. 100%. No matter what you do, you can go jump off a cliff. It, if it's not your time, you will break no, every bone in bro, your body truly, and you will be alive. <laughs> I truly, truly believe that. But it was just how my mind was going. Yeah, no. like, it was just like, what the hell? Why am I thinking like this? And um, finally, I kind of like snapped out of it. But then death will come and then it will trigger again. And it even come like double time now. No. So it was like, what the hell is going on? And um, yeah, I had my days where I didn't think I was going to make it past 16. Then I passed 18. I was like, all right, cool. 21. <laughs> and um, yeah, everybody around me at that time was passing or getting shot. And it don't really look good on our side. Like, it's just, just don't like people just on some gang shit. Like they'll just do some stupid stuff or they would just being some dumb shit and um i started to realize like all right you want to go and do this this will take you here and there i want to be on this okay i don't have to worry about death anymore when death happened it happened but i know if i go this route it's a possibility that shit can speed up even more so it's like nah, i'm cool with that and um but yeah that's that was like my first introduction of just knowing like what death was as a child i'm like okay <laughs> But when she broke it down as a video game, I was like, actually, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah. And, um, but yeah, I don't. I got a question for you, though. I got you. When it comes to death, do you think, do we, do we really see our loved ones again? Like, where do, where do you think our souls go in that sense? Like, what, what do you think happens to us when we poof, vanish from the physical existing world here? <laughs> um,. I feel like we go back. Um, what do you mean? Go do we? Back? When you mean by all right? Let me answer the first question you said about <laughs> the loved ones. Do I feel like we see our loved ones again? Yeah, no. Where? Why? Uh, okay, so you know, you ever have dreams that you see your loved ones in there sometimes? Mm -hmm. Okay. Have you ever heard certain stories, or have you ever had certain dreams where that loved one tried to take you somewhere? And sometimes um, that's not really your loved one. No. You've never seen Okay. No. So it is stuff like that. And um, I feel like once you're gone, physically you're gone. Your energy can remain around here and stuff like that. The energy that people instill into you. But I feel like once you out, you're out. I don't, I don't know. I don't have the evidence. I don't have any type Obviously. of proof. Yeah, I can't. I'm only speaking from my perspective, everybody. Um, but... <laughs> I feel like I feel like there's an afterlife. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I feel like okay. it's an afterlife, but um, far as, is that person still lingering around here? Oh no, no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that. I I think yeah. that. Obviously, I feel like when we pass, mm -hmm. there is a like different place that our souls travel to. Hundred percent. And yeah. I feel that once we also pass, mm -hmm. we'll eventually meet them there. Okay. Yes. I see what you're saying. It's I'm not gonna say limbo, but it's no, nah, because limbo would be you're, you're like stuck. in the middle. Yeah, but like that would mean that you're stuck between with the afterlife. Well, basing it basing it off what society try to okay. base it off. Um, I believe. Don't quote me, everybody, but. Um, 
just a heaven and hell reference how people look at that okay like some people think okay this person was a great 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 person okay he's going to heaven this person was bad 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 that person's going to hell what if these people are right here like in that middle and then when it's time to be judged they choose you know what i'm saying you saying you meet somewhere it don't have to be limbo probably that's the wrong terminology to use <laughs> but in that meeting ground i believe wherever you go you just go but like, do you have a choice to stay there you do have you always have a choice okay you always, i believe you always have a choice um we have free will the um heaven is a mindset to me as hell is a mindset so depending on how how high you you vibe your frequencies and um being able to get to know yourself and um vibe as high as you can i believe you can bring heaven here in a way like same way you can bring hell here it's here already shit like it's, it's just already here so it's like <laughs> why can't you not bring a heaven i feel like once you die you just you just you disperse like you go back um i don't that was a really what about you and you don't feel like i feel like i feel like there is a heaven or hell yeah. and i feel that we do see your loved ones again i mm -hmm. feel like that's that's in the grand scheme the afterlife and my thought processes yeah, i feel yeah. like it's everything that not every or everything and everyone that has ever loved you will be there at some point mm -hmm. you know I me mean? so it's like that that's what i think and what i would love to believe no it's not yeah yeah i agree no, no, no yeah but, but like, do you think like you said earlier like how you live through them is by the love that they gave you so we all energy yeah what like, makes you feel like the energy is not still with you I feel like it still is. I like again. I I don't feel like our souls just poof, okay, vanish into like midair and cease to exist. You get me? Like, so I, you think once you die, your soul can just is just chilling around here? Not so much chilling around here, but it's like I don't know. I I feel like we go somewhere else. I got you. You get me? Like mm -hmm. I feel like there's a specific place that our souls go mm -hmm. where it may be either personalized for that individual itself you got me like we're not gonna meet everybody who's died yeah so i feel like it's it's a collection of people who have meant something to you in that life mm -hmm. that that's where you would meet up you know what i mean that's that's where i think that stems from yeah okay i um what about hmm Do you believe in reincarnation? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I believe so. If if obviously, I don't think we will remember who we were in our past life. Mm -hmm. It might be some kind of like think of it as deja vu in a way. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe hey, that's a thing. Yeah. You get me? Yeah, yeah. That always leaves sure. me questioning that. But I feel like I do feel like reincarnation is a thing. I feel yeah. like obviously, like you said, our souls are literally a form of energy yeah. and i feel like that has to come back into this earth you know I mean? like i don't i don't think that you're obviously gonna be like, like me now like if i were to die in like 50 years from now and get a reincarnate as a dog i'd be like oh damn no. <laughs> like i remember that i was a human being yeah no i i it's too many stories out here that shows about reincarnation to to like not not believe that oh 100 and it was things even going back on biblical things they have 
stories of, um, I believe, Jesus um, reincarnated as the as another person and in different ways, and but people felt the energy no. of who he was, and um, I believe that is true. Like um, they had a story of a little kid; he died as a as a grown man. He died in a plane crash. Had the same scar growing up as a kid. He was like eight years old and told his mom the whole thing. Like, hey, I was a pilot back in the kid, loved planes and everything like that. Mom went back and did the history like 50 years ago. This kid was actually speaking truth. So things like that, I really believe like, okay, like reincarnation is some form. Like it's it's no way you can deny that. Um, how I look at it though, it's kind of be funny, but like say if you live on this side, if you're reincarnated here, however you live this life, you're going to reincarnate into another of something that for example you could have been in this life you can be super rich have everything you want and then the next life you can pretty much have you have to work for everything not saying that you can't be rich again but you have to but you have to work to get to that point i got you so it's like it's i think it's levels to this um again i just all feel like it's a simulation so like until you gather all the information you need to be here then it's time for you to really go um but yeah I, i truly believe reincarnation is real to an extent and um, it's just funny, like you ask people certain questions like that, they be like, "What you talking about?" No, nah, like, <laughs> like you really can. Um, that's. I don't know what else. I feel like I don't know what else we could touch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like that's a good talking point of stuff that we talked about. Um. If you have anything else you would like to share, anything uh, like any pointers, any other stories, uh, any questions you want to ask. I mean, just kind of as a FYI out there, since this whole topic is about death, Mm -hmm. as for this one, no matter if you lost someone, let it be today or two years ago or even way before. Sometimes if you need to grieve, make sure that you take the time to do so. And if that day alone, all you can do is get out of bed. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you because yeah. that's, that's living and that's surviving. Yeah, that's, on. that's strength. I appreciate that. Thank you, everybody, for doing our first podcast, The Mood. And we're out. <laughs>